Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. It hardly seems possible we've reached Easter already. But here we are, after coming back to church last Sunday. We've celebrated our Lord's entry into Jerusalem. We've remembered the Last Supper on Monday, Thursday and his crucifixion on Good Friday. But that was Friday. Jesus rose on Sunday. What happened in between might be a valid question. Ulrich von Balthasar, a German theologian from the last century, suggests that Jesus went down to the depths of Sheol, the land of the dead, in order to experience the depths that humans can go to. So no matter how bad things may be, Jesus has experienced similar and so can be with us in our suffering. But also, Jesus ascended out of Sheol, breaking the power of death. Sheol, unlike our understanding of hell, was a place that all the dead went to. There was no escape. There was no way to leave. Through Jesus' victory over sin and death on the cross, death has lost that hold over humanity, and so heaven is possible for us, unworthy as we are. Good news then. Think of Jesus' disciples and closest followers though, in particular Mary Magdalene, the emotions they must have been going through. They had recognised that Jesus was Messiah. They probably had dreams of him being a triumphant leader, especially after how he entered Jerusalem. But then Judas betrays Jesus. And Jesus is crucified. So much hope dashed. You'd believed him, you'd trusted him, and now he's gone. How did you get taken in, you start to ask? It all seemed too good to be true. And it must have been, because he's gone. All those promises were just empty then, it seems. So now you're going to the tomb hoping to anoint him with spices. Although you realise the tomb will be closed, and how on earth will you get in? But then again, if the tomb is closed, it would be proof that it is all over, proof that it was just a lie, and maybe allow you to get on with your life. It's been up in the air too much recently. And so you arrive at the tomb, and it's open. Even worse, there's someone wearing white in there telling you that Jesus has risen. He says you're, going, you're to go and tell the disciples and Peter. Surely this must be a joke. Jesus can't have risen. Peter was right to have denied Jesus three times, surely. And so you flee, afraid. You can see how they would have been afraid. Were they coming or going? 
Jesus rode triumphantly into Jerusalem, then was betrayed and crucified a few days later. And just when that's starting to sink in, they find the tomb empty and are told that Jesus has risen. No wonder there was a reluctance to tell anyone, not to mention the fright. Nowadays it's generally thought that Mark's Gospel actually ends with the phrase, they said nothing to anyone for they were afraid. The bits after it being later additions, it is suggested, to try to explain more of what has happened. And if the Gospel did end at this point, almost like EastEnders, dump, 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 double, dump. What does that mean? Ending so abruptly. If the end of the Gospel was all sewn up and explained, it would have been a comfortable ending, the end of the story, if you like. With this ending, you wonder what happens next. It is a cliffhanger that any of the writers of a soap opera would be proud of. What is the next thrilling instalment, we wonder? The next instalment is always coming. Jesus' passion, death and resurrection was for all humanity across all time. So it was for much as us now, as much for those who are to come after us, as it was for those at the time of Jesus. It is a gift for all of us. We are the next step that comes after that dum 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 dum. What will we do with our next chapter of the gospel? as we burst from the tomb, celebrating that Christ is risen. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia.